Hey everybody, this is Dante with Five Songs or Less, and today I'm punishing Danny with ellipses, and you will know us by the Trail of Dead. Danny, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I like the I like that you pronounced the ellipses. <laughs> I didn't pronounce them. I just said the word ellipses. Added it. Added it in. Whatever. I think pronouncing it would be like. And today I'm punishing Danny with. And you will know us by the trail of dead. <laughs> Could you hear that? Uh, there's a good song. There's a, yeah, I did hear that. There's a good song by um, Los Campesinos where he says, Ellipsis. He's got an accent. So, But anyway, there's like a, like a, a three beat right there that right. happens. And, yeah, they're on the list. You'll get five songs from them eventually. Okay, great. Well, duh, you can't put that one in now. I already know too much. Yeah, it's true. Danny, we are we're talking on a Saturday night. Um, mm-hmm. We have you have neglected your family. I have neglected um, career obligations in mm-hmm. order to do this, and I, I both think we're very proud and happy with this choice. It's the right thing to do. It, yes. <laughs> Um, our, our listener needs us. You celebrated a birthday this week. I did, and I believe happy happy thirty ninth or Thanks. or possible edit point. Happy, it's none of their business how old you are. Uh, and I'm I'm thirty nine. I'm old. Okay. Well, but hey, man, there might be a a forty two year old listening, and they're gonna think, hey, I remember back when I was thirty nine. That's not old. I miss those days. Yeah. My back um, hurts. <laughs> My back does to, hurt. Yeah, I mean, that's... I think that started at like 22, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, now, did you do something... Because your birthday was Wednesday. Uh, my you, birthday is Wednesday. The uh, The wife and I both took the day off, even, well, even though we can't do anything. Because um, of your back? Because, well, my back was had been hurting. Um because you know there's there's a pandemic so we can't go do anything my parents came over in the evening ordered some food it was pretty uneventful but it was a nice day anyway did you do anything today so my my uh, parents got me some uh airpods for my for my birthday and the ones that i got were unfortunately defective one of them wasn't charging properly and so uh i went out to my parents house (laughs) to yell at them (laughs) what the fuck dad (laughs) um went to costco and exchanged them it was was fucking crowded man costco at noon on a saturday is a goddamn mistake I, I hear you. I went to Target early afternoon today, and uh, and Walmart, um, which is always a wow. mistake. But yeah, I, I never I go hit, to Walmart. Yeah, I was looking for something specific, and Target didn't have it, and Walmart didn't either. But um, and mm-hmm. um, I actually wanted to bring something up that happened to me at Walmart, and I want to. <laughs> I'm curious what you think about this. Like, how bad of a person uh, will this story make me out to be? I'm concerned. So <laughs> I need to make a note of where this starts so I can cut it. It's not a cancelable <laughs> offense, though I'm... According I, to you. I appreciate that you would um, edit it out 
and <laughs> save me from like the accountability that society should be holding me to. Okay. Um, sorry, the accountability to which society should hold me. Um, my grammar was <laughs> terrible. Um, so I'm, I'm in Walmart and I'm just looking for like this one thing. So I'm like zooming around these aisles and I, I pop into an aisle. I find what I'm looking for. I grab it and I'm heading out. And then this woman, roughly my age, who I, I do not, I mean, I didn't even notice her, right? She's uh-huh. just another of the million people in Walmart. And she goes, hey, Dante. And I look at her. Uh-oh. There's zero recognition yeah. whatsoever. And But what do I do? I go, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you know, pretty good. How's volleyball and blah, blah, blah. And so we talk for like three minutes and I'm like, all right, well, you know, hey, it was, you know, nice talking with you. I got to go have a good weekend. And for the life of me, I cannot place this woman whatsoever. I don't know, like, I obviously don't know her name, who I met her through. Is it work? I mean, to be honest, like, it's got to be work because that's 99% of the people I know out here is somehow through work. But I am just completely baffled and i felt terrible i hope she didn't notice she's listening right now dude <laughs> well there's just i have no memory of this person and this happens mm-hmm. to me more often than it should like i i am bad with names but though i think that's a bad excuse it, like it yeah, means i'm I not doing too. the work to like commit it to memory and and honestly it makes me feel selfish um mm-hmm. but but yeah, so I don't know. This isn't, I'm not, I don't think I'm evil. Um, I, I might be selfish. Um, I know it's not like a, it's not like a former lover who I spurned, and, you know, like it's, it's not, it's nothing like that. Um, but I don't know. Did, does this happen to you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I specifically remember at least once like running into someone, talking to them for a minute and then walking away and saying to my wife, I have no idea who that was. That kind of situation. It's so brutal. Yeah. It happens. I've had people um, at the record store we worked at, um, this girl that I used to be friends with for, for a while, um, and then we just kind of lost touch or whatever, um, came in and was selling CDs at the buyback counter. I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And you know, talking to her for a minute, and and I realized she didn't recognize me. I was like, do you recognize me? And she's like, uh, no. And I was like, I'm Danny. I used to take a lot of photos of bands, like, back in the early 2000s. And, oh, oh. and it, it took her a minute, and then she said she recognized me. Right. But, um, but I don't know if she actually did. Right. But, yeah, being on the other side of that, where you you can tell the other person definitely doesn't know who you are is real kind of weird. Um, so it's, I feel like it's always good to just go with it. That's certainly what my goal was. I don't know how well I pulled it off. Like I'm not, I'm not a great actor despite my seventh grade (laughs) drama elective. Um, and, and pretending like I enjoy doing this every week. Um, but I, if she is listening, I want her to know that uh, it is 100% a me problem. It is me always trying to get in and out of public places with 
100% without being noticed yeah. or having to interact with anybody whatsoever um, because everybody is terrifying. And it's true. I'm yeah. So that selfishness comes from a, a terrified, insecure place. It is not your fault. Um, <laughs> but Hey, text me later and we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, well, hey, uh, am I allowed to ask what you bought? <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, it might be more embarrassing than the story. So mm. I first went to Target because um, it's it's classy. And mm-hmm. I was... I'm not going to tell you everything I bought, but this thing I was searching for was a, a new flavor of Cheez-It. So obviously <laughs> high on... Th- High on the priority list. That was that was the top of the the grocery list, right? <laughs> yeah, it was new flavor of Cheez It. What is the regular flavor? Fa- regular flavor of Cheez It? Um, <laughs> uh, buffalo buffalo chicken or buffalo sauce? I can't remember. It's okay. Okay, it's one of those. And I'm not typically a like buffalo sauce person. Neither am I. Neither am I. But I have heard some rave reviews of these Cheez Its, and I am a okay. Cheez It person. <laughs> Um, I'm a, is that I'm what eight. you do on Facebook? Is hang out in the the private ch- Facebook group for Cheez Its? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> well, we talk about how subversive the like the new commercials are with the the wedge that's trying to age. Um, but we like kind of write our own fan fiction where like the wedge of cheese <laughs> gets like caught jacking off because <laughs> it's because it's still maturing. <laughs> Oh, so got, yeah, like, I'm, I'm it's deep it's into got extra bumps it. and stuff on it because of the acne. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah. So anyway, and so then I went to Walmart because Target didn't have it. Because then I went mm-hmm. to Walmart to see if they would have it, and and they also did not. So I just got um, I got regular Cheez Its, and then I got a like a uh, yellow yellow idiot. A like a lemon, like pound cake or something like that. Oh yeah, okay. I said yellow. Like <laughs> I wouldn't say it is like, yellow. It is yellow, but it's the very stupid way to describe something. <laughs> like I got a, I got one of the green fruits. Um, <laughs> like I wouldn't call it a chocolate cake. Like got like a brown, a brown <laughs> chocolate cake. All right. Well, you want to. Uh... You want to talk about a band? <laughs> you want to talk about this band? And you will know us by the Trail of Dead? Yeah. Um, all right. Why don't you give me a little history on you and this band? Because I had, I had no idea that you were into this band at all. Yeah. So I am big time into this band. This is a band that, even though it's not a band that like I stumbled upon myself like, you know, mm-hmm. when you have those moments where you're like, I might be the only person in the world who knows this band. <laughs> yes. And even though that's not true because, like, they're releasing on a major label or whatever, <laughs> um, or even if it's an indie, like, clearly thousands of people love them. Yeah. But you're like, no, 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 no. This, this is, is mine. mine. All mine. Um, I, I kind of felt this way about them for, for whatever reason, just because, I mean, I, I, I knew they were kind of important to a certain sector of music fan um but they had always just been kind of like floating out in the ether to me and i had Mm -hmm. never really like i had heard the name 
long before I ever heard the music. And I okay. would assume that's the case for a lot of music fans that eventually yeah. listen to this band. It's it's really hard to not be aware of this band name. Yeah. Um, exactly. Especially when, like, you and I, we worked at a record store. Yeah. And we actually, we both first heard this band at that record store. That's not true, but okay. Well, okay, but I I thought you had said that, like, you remember hearing... Because they did play in the store. This band did? Yes, 100%. Really? Yes. When we worked there together? Yes. <laughs> well, when I worked there, and you worked <laughs> long before and long after, so yeah. Um, wow, so I think you're thinking of Dredge, because I said nope. that Dredge played there. No, 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 no. Not not live, just like <laughs> over the sound system. Oh, see, I thought you meant they did like an in-store. Nope. Okay. It's not what God. I meant. Be yeah. more specific, Dante. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember them being in the play file either, but I don't fucking they know. They were. Yeah. Um, so, though, now you have me second-guessing myself, because I remember listening to this band driving around, like, Specifically driving from Sacramento to Elk Grove, because my dad had a friend that lived in Elk Grove that, like, mm. me and a college buddy, like, moved, like, a cord or a couple cords of firewood for. Um, and I remember listening to this band, like, on the way there and on the way back and stuff. And this this actually might have been during high school. So I might not know anything about anything. Danny, when do you think I first heard of this band? Because apparently what, I don't um, know anymore. Do you... So you're not sure if you heard them first at the record store or first in high school? Yeah, well, I, for this like entire week leading up to this episode, I was sure that I had first gotten into them when we were working at the record store because they would they would play in the store, and there was like one song in particular would play quite a bit, and it was pretty interesting. Is it to a me. song that you gave me? It was not. Though, do you want to play the song and see if um, yeah. you recognize what was it? it? So it's called Wasted State of Mind. It's off the album So Divided. And if you don't recognize it in the first yeah, five seconds. I do remember when this album came out. Oh... I do remember this. Now I just want to listen to the whole song. <laughs> we can. It's it's a cool song. I I didn't end up giving you any songs from this album because you told me you purchased this album or what? or somehow who, procured it. Who are you talking to <laughs> that you're getting mixed up with me? You told you texted me that you got you told me you had you had the album with like the yellow cover. I, no, I was talking about source tags and codes. Oh, which is orange, orangey yellow. Yes, yes, it is. I so I thought you meant this album because it is a yellow cover yeah. and it's the one that played in store. So I thought that I, I made mm. that connection. Mm. So we interesting. Got there. So, so I ended up not giving you anything off So Divided because I thought you had heard it. And I did mm-hmm. give you something off Source Tags and Codes. Which oh, is good. I'm, I'm living, I, I, don't, I, I guess. I'm kind of living with a little bit of regret, which uh, 
was kind of the case coming into this, and, and we'll get to that later. But okay, interesting. Well, I guess we'll see how it played out. But um, but okay. So so let me ask you this: How how long did you know that this band existed before you heard any of their music? So, I specifically remember downloading source tags and codes after it came out sometime. Um, not before when it was still like their <laughs> shut the fuck up when it was when it was still like their new album you know oh wow okay. um at that time the early 2000s mid 2000s i would just download shit all the time and sometimes listen to it sure sometimes listen to it <laughs> once this i believe falls into the once because once we get into the actual songs here um, I did. I thought they sounded like something else. Um, I thought they were more like proggy post rock kind of stuff. Um, although that song that we just listened to, maybe I was expecting more of that. If you had given me that song, I'd have been like, "Oh shit, I remember this song." Right. Um, okay. So I'm kind of glad you didn't give me that song, though. Yeah. I might have had okay. A different feeling about the whole thing. Inter- okay, very interesting, because I, I do think, so my experience and what, and I'm assuming if I experienced it, then it's everybody's experience, because I am <laughs> the movie. Um, the expectation for this band, I think, is probably often different than what they actually are. Yes. I think I think a lot of that, as silly as it sounds, has to do with the name. Mm-hmm. Um, and the artwork. The, the And the artwork, yeah. You mentioned... <laughs> Like, right when I gave you this band, like, um, maybe a half hour later, you were like, oh, man, this artwork, we're going we're gonna to yeah. need to talk about it. Because <laughs> it was funny, because maybe a day or two before that, I'm in this, like, stupid, like, 90s, it's called 90s Emo Punk and Hardcore Facebook group, and somebody posted a picture of their four of this band's albums. And, and some newer ones. And I was like, what the f- fuck is with this artwork? And I, then I just kept scrolling. Because I didn't, I had no idea what they sounded like. Um, but yeah, so it was weird that like I saw that and thought to myself, that's some crazy looking artwork. Have they gone prog, like weird progginess? Right. Um, uh, and then kept scrolling. And then like a day later, you're like, hey, you have to listen to this band now. Ah. Some serendipity. Their yeah, artwork. Um, I mean, I think their artwork was always kind of wild, but like yes, they're more is. they're more recent albums. Um, like they have an album from 2012 called "Dow of the Dead," which mm-hmm. it's almost like the the style is a little cringy to me. It's like like late 90s, early 2000s, like computer art. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, that one is is so fucking weird and like they have um they have a new album out too they just yeah they just came out with one um and yeah there's some that's just some crazy out there artwork I, I don't dislike it uh and it does kind of make me want to check it out to see if it fits because what i'm hearing on the songs that you gave me i don't know if it necessarily fits the artwork yeah, well, so okay, so that's a good question. What is this band's aesthetic? Mm-hmm. 
because I think what they represent to like a musical movement or a musical culture is I can kind of explain that, but their their aesthetic they're, they're very <laughs> kind of all over the place. Like there's there's pictures of them and like you know like eyeliner and kind of looking like goth punk type of <laughs> style and then there's other times where they, they just look like dirty you know austin texas kind of like grimy rockers you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then their artwork goes from this like kind of like cheap like looking early 3d animation yeah to um the cover to century of self which i gave you two songs from is mm-hmm. it's just like blue ballpoint pen artwork. Yeah. And yeah. like that was just done by the singer, Conrad Keeley. Like he just like mm-hmm. he drew that, so that's the artwork. But I don't know if he's responsible yeah. for the bad 3D stuff. But yeah, I so <laughs> I'm gonna try my hand I, at this computer. Does it match with the, the music? I don't I don't know. I kinda don't care, to be honest. <laughs> like Yeah. I mean it, in the end of the day it really doesn't matter. Just when I see artwork like that, I'm expecting to hear like, like Rush or Porcupine Tree or something. And I, I don't know. I feel like when I listen to them, that's what they sounded like. But yeah, they don't. So, so if they did sound, so you stopped listening to them because in your mind they sounded proggy. No, I, I have in my notes. I'm starting to doubt that I ever actually listened to Source Tags and Codes. Okay. Um, I may have just downloaded it and maybe listened to it once, but just never, never went back for whatever reason. So really the only Trail of Dead you have ever knowingly heard was probably that one song at the record store. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That That's awesome. I almost saw them. I was at a show where they played. But um, Blood Brothers was opening for them, and so I went to see Blood Brothers, and then I left. And I'm kind of bummed that I didn't watch them. I'm glad to hear that. I, I've never seen them. I heard, I've heard, and I've seen videos, that mm-hmm. they put on a really good live show, like they're a really, really good live band to see. Mm-hmm. Um, but never never got the chance, and, and probably never will. Yeah. But... um. Well, do, do you want to dive into the first song then? Sure, sure. Do you have a, a super clever way to get us into it? No, I don't. Well, l- let me see if there's a way I can teach you. Um, maybe you can study. For a small fee, I'll let you into my class. Art Showcase. That barely qualifies. Um, it barely, barely qualifies. Go for it. What do you think? All right. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, again, I was expecting something totally different. They're a lot more post-hardcore or like emo than, uh, than I expected them to be. Because um, again, I was expecting to hear some post-rock or some prog or you know something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the they remind me of um, 
were you ever aware of the emo diaries compilations that came out no in the early or late 90s and early aughts uh deep elm records put out a series of compilations called the emo diaries and um there those the comps were kind of like song to song is kind of hit or miss like some they had some great bands on there further seems forever was on there penfold was on there i'm blanking there's a ton of great bands that are were on those comps but um there are always like bands from other countries like european bands and stuff that i'd never heard of and this listening to it made me think oh this is like a song that would have been on emo diaries that uh, I may have actually followed up on the band, like that kind of thing. Like hearing this song would have made me like, okay, this is interesting. I would have gone to listen to more. It kind of gave me like the rhythm guitar, especially at the beginning. Uh, I was trying to, I was like listening to other bands to try and like place what I was thinking. Because the first thing I typed out was Promise Ring or Piebald. Um, hmm. But then wow. I was thinking like Criteria. I don't know if you... It was like I don't know members, them. members of Cursive or something was in that band. Um, or uh, Burning Airlines. Like those kind of like late 90s post-hardcore kind of bands. And I was trying to look up their early like concert history. Because they've been around since 94, which I had no idea. Yeah, it's um, crazy because I, mean, I think they started when they were super young. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying to look, and the only or the earliest concert I could find was '97 or '8. I think they played in Chicago um, with like Rain or Maria, which I was like, okay, this this works, like that's where I expect them to be. But then every other concert after that is like festival, 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 festival. Like they definitely feel like, even though they've come through Sacramento multiple times, um, the time that I almost saw them was at the library. Uh, which I think you missed. Did you miss? Did you get here after the library? Yes, I believe. Was Beastlas what it turned into right after the yes. library? Yeah. 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 And then just got sometime last year, they played here at Holy Diver. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they just seem like a festival band, especially in the. or like through the 2000s up till 2010 or so. I just feel like they were big and playing festivals and stuff. He kind of has, uh, or I guess they have two different guys that sing sometimes. Um, yeah. Conrad but, Keeley and Jason Reese. Yeah. Conrad seems to be, at least in the songs that I watched or listened to, he seemed to be the main guy. Um, yeah. He kind of, his voice kind of sounds like, um, Jeremy, Ingnick, I'm not sure, sure how to pronounce his name, but from Sunny Day Real Estate. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. It gives me that kind of vibes, and it it it's almost as if Jeremy like started a third wave emo sort of band. Hmm. So this is very interesting and strange to me because I don't think I would describe this band at all like you are describing them. Mm-hmm. But everything you're saying so far is like in a positive light. Um, yeah. I, I've never really thought of them, save for one song that I gave you. I, mm-hmm. I never really thought of their sound as very emo. I wouldn't think of the Promise Ring um, when I listened to Yeah, Promise to Ring was a stretch. 
um, I'm thinking more of like early Promise Ring, early Piebald, before they got like real poppy. I can get the Piebald a little bit more because I think their sound mm-hmm. is maybe a little fuller. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the breakdown or bridge or whatever you want to call that. Sure. In this song. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it takes a turn. Yeah, it gets uh, with the strings and, and all the that. The strings and the like, like grandiose vocals, operatic vocals, and yeah, yeah, and then the like, yeah. like at the end of every like, the every bar. I, yeah, I put sick dishwasher drums. No, how dare you! <laughs> it's it's more. It's not like as like wild. It's also not as like. Like splash symbols and opening and closing no, the hi hat. Yeah. yeah. See, th- this was my because obviously none of that sounds like promise ring or piebald or emo mm-hmm. to me, and, and and I guess maybe yeah. my understanding of it. To me, they always were very like theatrical and like big and like artsy. Like I would almost yeah. describe them as art rock. Um, yeah. Which see that that bridge is kind of. Uh, I put in my notes, this is more of what I expected them to sound like. Oh, interesting. Okay, so when I got there then, were you, was it was that good or bad? It was good. I thought it was great. Um, I got kind of bummed when it went back <laughs> into the final chorus. Oh, you wanted that to like carry the song to the end? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, just, or just come in a different way. So I watched... Um, I watched some live footage of this song and a couple others. This really fucking weird, like, festival footage from somewhere in Europe. I don't know, Germany or something like that. But really strange festival footage. You should check it out. Um, There's, like, uh, parts where they're just, like, showing footage of a guy cleaning up, like, cleaning up trash and putting it in a dumpster. and It was really fucking weird. But... So they played the song and they did the whole bridge breakdown thing. It's a little less exciting because it, it, it's a stripped down version, right? Right. Um, but then it jumps back in and it feels like it took a d- whole different left field turn, left turn or whatever, just kind of out of nowhere. Because um, it's like this grand, grandiose, slow building, crazy thing, crazy not dishwasher drums, but crazy drums um, and all that. And then all of a sudden it's, okay, back to straightforward rock. And plus he like, he was kind of standing in front of the drum, the drum kit. And he had to like basically jump over back to the mic to, <laughs> to, uh, to get back into it. Yeah. He, he's all out of breath and. Yeah. It, it kind of loses it for me at the end there. Um, Cause I like where they're going with that. And they have, like, I feel like in most of the songs, especially the ones you gave me, there's, like, kind of a bridge or breakdown or whatever that mm-hmm. goes in a different direction, which is which is always fun. It's just that, at least that one live video I watched, it didn't, didn't work as well as it does on the recording. Right. They definitely have some more, like, fast, thrashy, punk songs that... I think earned them their great live band reputation in like the late nineties mm-hmm. and early aughts. Um, m- maybe a couple songs that you've heard that you don't even know are trail of dead, to be honest. Cause they had Probably. a couple of, 
I don't even know if minor hit might still be an, an exaggeration, but maybe like minor hits on college radio. They had a song uh-huh. called um, Relative Ways that I think was pretty well known. Um, anyway, um, the, the reason I picked this song first for you was, so the first, it's on the album Worlds Apart, and that was their first uh-huh. album I got. And I'm trying to remember why. Because if I first heard them at the record store... I don't know why I wouldn't have got that album so divided, you know, but I got, but so divided came out three years after two or three years after worlds apart. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love that whole album worlds apart, but this is definitely a song that always stuck out to me. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty representative of who they are and what they can do. And probably pretty quickly, dispels any preconceived notions someone would have of this band like oh is, are they gonna yeah. be like a crazy metal band because they have the word dead in their name like no they're gonna <laughs> yeah. be like trail of dead yeah um so th- so that's why i picked that song first without talking about the the next four in hindsight what do you think about this being the first one you heard i think it's a i think it was perfect especially the fact oh. that it made me think of those emo diaries compilations um and kind of those bands because that's i gravitate toward that kind of music pretty frequently and so it was it was a kind of a nice surprise to be like oh okay this is not what i was expecting but okay i like where we're at um made me think of those gave me memories of like i feel like they'd be a band that i would just randomly see uh at Capital Garage back in the early 2000s or something, back when I would right. go to just shows all the time, um, sometimes not even knowing who the bands were or anything like that, and just showing up because I like to take pictures um, of the bands playing. And so it just made me think of something that I would have seen back then and been like, oh shit, this is pretty good, and going about the CD, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great, great place to start. And the two songs you gave me off of Worlds Apart both were really good, and I'm really curious to go listen to the rest of the album, too, just to see what else it has to offer. There, yeah, I, that's on, or, sorry, that album is amazing. It, probably because it's the first one I listened to, but I think it is my favorite album of theirs, and, and we can get into <laughs> the other ones. I only give you songs off three albums. Um, mm-hmm. I, I specifically skipped the one I thought you may have heard from the record store. <laughs> um, and then I I neglected to put um, a song from a couple of their later albums, though there are good songs in their later albums. I just, I kind of want to stay in this pocket of what I thought was most kind of representative of, I don't want to say their best, but just yeah. kind of what, what I view them as. Because mm-hmm. they've kind mm-hmm. of recently, especially their last album, they got, like, they're writing songs about being older rockers you know when like when rock bands get into that stage of like like yeah. jimmy world has done this too where they're writing songs about like all these like new up-and-coming bands and people are forgetting about me that sort of thing um and i didn't think that was necessarily the right vibe yeah but yeah. um i don't know i am 39 now that's true yeah nobody likes you when you're 39 <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah okay well great we, we'll get into more worlds apart um, in a little bit. Anything left to say about Classic Art Showcase, which I think is named after that PBS show? Is that 
Does that sound right? No, that's... Oh. No, wait, hold on. Well, okay, there's Antiques Roadshow. Mm-hmm. Was Classic Art Showcase also like a PBS thing? I don't know. Hold on, I'm going to fire it up. Fire up my Alta Vista here. Let's see. <laughs> Classic Art Showcase is a television channel in the United States promoting fine arts. Yep. Uh, so mm. not PBS maybe, but founded in 94. Interesting. Is it? Sort of. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I knew there was some, some TV connection. Yeah. Um, okay. I really think this next song, they could have just saved, uh, saved some characters and just called it Lake. But next we're going to talk about Inland Sea. That's good. That's good. Yeah, sure. So, Inland Sea, off of Century of Self. Uh, iTunes fucked me up on this one, man. Or oh. Apple Music. Because they haven't listed this album, Century of Self, under compilations for no apparent reason. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, this must be off of a collection of early material. And so I had that in my head when I heard this. Okay, so you heard the correct song, but you just thought it was from, like, the mid-90s? From the mid-90s, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and it didn't uh, not sound like that. And so I put in my notes here, uh, this song has much more of a 90s feel to it. Uh, Their wiki says they're post-hardcore, but I don't know about that. (laughs) And I put, I guess, their later stuff. Oops. Uh, iTunes listed it under compilation, so I assumed it was an early recording. This just proves like how s- stupid our minds are and how easily mm-hmm. influenced we are by yeah. misinformation. Um, I want to recommend a book to you, Danny. It's called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is uh, don't make assumptions. And this isn't quite fair because you didn't make an assumption. You... You read information that you believed to be true from a, mm-hmm. I think, usually accurate source in Apple Music. Like, how like how do you fuck up a compil... Well, okay, actually. So there wasn't... It didn't say, like, compilation from 1998. You just no, decided... No, it didn't say the year. Cause, you decided cause, it was yeah. old. Because okay. it was, like, under compilations. That is funny, though. So do you think your perception of the song would have been different if you knew it was from 2009? Maybe. Maybe a bit. I mean, I did listen to these songs, you know, quite a few times over the last week, mm-hmm. and it didn't, I mean, I found that out pretty quick, like the second okay. time I'd listened to it, or second or third time I listened to it, I realized like, oh, this is actually from 2009. It wasn't my favorite. Um, both the songs, so you gave me two songs off Century of Self. Yes. Uh, I wasn't feeling these two songs as much. Um I'm sorry. The you should be you. I am. I, I feel bad, and uh, I've I've wasted your time, and I've shamed myself in the process. <laughs> you know who he 
kind of sounds like in this song though because this oh, is God. the same guy singing yeah uh Ooh. well at first the lead guitar reminded me of pixies and then when he f- is first seen he totally sounds like chris larson whoa okay ho- <laughs> i guess i'm gonna have to ignore the chris larson thing for a second because about the guitar um are you talking about the part that is like down 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 bump 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 like that part or like the beginning, uh, like jangly, like pretty part, like in the open. Let me see. I'm gonna play it. That lead guitar right there. I, I guess I could kind of see that as Pixies-ish. Um, and then, hold on, let me keep. Didn't that sound exactly like Chris Larson? Yeah, I do hear the Chris Larson now. Um, and to be honest, right now, I just want to go listen to Kite Fire. Yeah, that song seriously. Is amazing. Um, I mean, Chris, all your songs are great. That song, for whatever reason, hit me the hardest. Oh, yeah. Oof. Oh, yeah. Oof. That song is fucking great. I miss that band. Can we do a, uh, can we just do a episode on, on Chris? <laughs> we could. We could pick our five favorites. Anyway, what's this podcast about? Inland Sea. It's a pretty good song. It's it's not. I watched a live video of this one too of them playing in like a record store or bookstore or something. Uh, the the very end, they come in after the bridge, and for a second, I don't know if it's because of the fill or just whatever, but they kind of come in halftime. And I really mm-hmm. wish they would have kept it at halftime instead of keeping it, bringing it back to the the normal tempo. Yeah, um, I just feel like it would have been more interesting if they kept it half for a little longer than like the like one measure or whatever that they kept it at. But, right. Um, what do you think about the piano? I like the piano. When I was watching that live video, it was making me think of um, some Velvet Teen stuff. Mm, put them on the list. You don't know that bit. Oh, no. All right. I also saw them at the library. Um, but yeah, no, I like the piano. I like the piano-driven song, especially after the last song, which was definitely a, a guitar track, you know? Um, right. Piano-driven was kind of fun. But it's still kind of, I think, a similarly structured song and a song similar in, in terms of like what it kind of sets out to do. Like it... It kind of mm-hmm. has like a, a big build and it's it, it gets very, I think, full and artsy. And, and maybe, yeah. I, I wonder if I shouldn't have put it second. Um, there's, there's a couple songs, a couple other songs on Worlds Apart that kind of capture that same vibe. And I think mm-hmm. Trail of Dead is best when they are doing these types of songs. So yeah. divided, they, for the most part, don't do that at all. Um, hmm. It's a very different album, and there's still some good songs in it, but it's it's pretty different. And so I wanted to give you a couple of those songs, and I wonder if maybe they're they're too similar. And you're like, well, I like the ones with guitar and strings more than the one with guitar and piano, you know? Yeah, maybe because the other one off Century of Self was a lot more piano based too. True. Uh, and. I wasn't really feeling it as much. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to my the regret I was having uh, the past couple days about the order and selection of songs. 
but oh, bummer. Yeah, well, we do our best. I I was wondering when this podcast is going to end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like when is the end? Like how how near? How far? Some people want it to end soon, I'm sure. <laughs> they may have um, already ended it. I'm I'm going to make a bold statement. Okay. I was kind of, going into this episode, I was kind of thinking this like I specifically put the song on being like, this seems like a Danny song. Mm-hmm. So it would not surprise me at all if this was your favorite song. I don't know if it's my favorite. I don't know if I picked a favorite, but I do like it a lot. The beginning of the song, yeah. oddly enough, since we were talking last week about Thursday, sounds kind of like Thursday. Oh, interesting. Me. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's the the drums on it are fucking great. The rolling drum beat that he does is fucking sick. And watching him do it live too, because I did I watch I watched videos I think of at least all the songs once, um, but this one I watched a couple. I didn't really notice it. Um, just listening to it, but then watching him play it, he's doing that that uh, rolling drum beat or whatever, and then he does like some fuck the like some fills in there too, that are really really good. Um, he's a really great drummer. Yeah, that's that Jason, the guy who's who sings the other, you know, I don't know, thirty percent of songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I didn't realize at first that he kind of went back and forth between drums and vocals until I started mm-hmm. watching more. I mean, this is back, you know, 15 years ago. And then I was, I would watch videos and be like, Oh, wait a minute. That's, that, that's the same dude. And sometimes they have two drummers. I don't know if you saw any yeah. videos yeah. of that. Okay. There's one couple. specifically that is very, very entertaining for a couple of reasons, but um, <laughs> we, we, we can wait until after. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about yet. Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, one one thing that is I don't know if this is notable or unique to this band, but so this is this song is off Source Tags and Codes, and it was O two I believe. Yes. Yes. Um, and this is when this is before they went to a major label, and the like. Now I think my favorite album of theirs is on a major label, so I'm not saying oh they can't mm-hmm. do good stuff there, but. One thing that they complained about as a band was playing along to a click track. They were mm-hmm. like, "We don't, we don't, we don't want to do this." And I'm it's not horrible. Oh, I've tried once, and it was the most frustrating thing I've ever done in my life. Um, but that's also because I'm uh, not talented or disciplined <laughs> um, as a drummer, and I don't work hard. Um, anyway, I think this was on a major. Source tags and codes. I, th- I thought Worlds Apart was their first one on um, Warner Brothers. Source tags was on Interscope. Interscope. Oh, okay, so okay, sorry. Those three, those three were on Interscope, and then Century of Self. They they were no longer on a major, and that's when they went back to recording without a click, and they talked about how it was so freeing or whatever and like yeah i could i could never tell like listening like oh he's a little 
behind the beat or whatever. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, yes. oh, people, t- people say that shit about Weezer, too. Like, oh, like, you'll notice, like, sometimes the drum is, like, a, the drums are a little, you know, ahead of the rest of the tempo. And that's like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't hear it. I believe yeah, you. No. But it's fine. Didn't hear it. Um, I was going to say, I always thought it was kind of interesting that part of their appeal, rather whether it was like actually noticeable or not, whether it was more about the lore or the actual music was like, oh, they're they're just kind of wild and doing their, you know, their indie art rock thing. Mm-hmm. They don't even need a click, brother. Like, it's like, oh, Ooh. cool. <laughs> but that was it. As a whole, is this album more in this vein? It's, this whole album is more, um, it's less like, grandiose art rock like you get on worlds mm-hmm. apart um mm-hmm. i think mostly it's shorter songs like dirtier sound that like you get like the the guitar tone i think is a lot different um yeah i mean it's still it's still them like you you can still tell it's the same band as from worlds apart mm-hmm. and century of self but um they hadn't quite maybe grown into that ambitious of musicians and songwriters yet Mm -hmm. but i that opening guitar part and then again like when you go to the breakdown when it it goes back to that opening guitar part and they're singing how near how far how lost that part um yeah uh, like those those two parts i was like if this doesn't hug danny then i don't know danny (laughs) (laughs) it was it was a good hug uh especially the um the quieter part when they don't have much distortion on the guitar, and he hits the open drop D, mm-hmm. and it just sounds so low for some reason. I, I'm almost curious if they tuned a little bit lower. Um, I did look at some videos, like I said, and he is playing in drop D, or a drop tuning. Um, but yeah, just he hits that open open chord, and it's just like super low sounding. It's great. But yeah, I like the the overall feel of this one the tempo is great that fucking sick rolling drum beat that he does is yeah. awesome um again i i kind of referenced in my notes some uh some of those kind of post-hardcore bands no knife was another one burning airlines like those kind of bands uh i could definitely see them on the same bill as those bands and fitting really nicely together um so yeah it's interesting because i Again, did not expect them to sound like anything like this at all. Can we interject a... Uh, I mean, maybe this waits till the end, but I kind of want you to listen to another song off that album called It Was There That I Saw You. Um, just to kind of like feel what another song on this album sounds like. And we don't have to listen to the whole thing, but I bet you within 30, 45 seconds, you'll be like, oh, okay, like this is what they're about on this album, because that that song's a, in my opinion, a banger.
Oh, did I ruin it? Do you no, not like him anymore? No, you didn't. I, you didn't. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm, I just want to keep listening. Well, hey, so this is, this is called Five Songs or Less. Well, it sounds like we may have done it in less, because you already want to keep yeah. listening. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bye, everybody. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's take things downhill to Luna Park. This, this was my regret. A, I, I don't know that I should have included it at all, but I kind of wanted to give you a taste of them doing something a little mellower. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is also the song that comes right after Inland Sea on that album. And so I do think they like they transition into each other very nicely, and I wonder if I should have just kept them in sequential order in the playlist I gave you. That maybe would have made no difference. Yeah, maybe. The very beginning reminded me a lot of a Wilco song, actually, which I thought was funny. Oh, but yeah, okay. Then no wonder you didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't like that singer as much, because it's the other guy singing this one. Just overall, I I wasn't really feeling it. I still, at this point, when I was taking these notes, thought it was an early track. So I was just thinking, oh yeah, this sounds like some 90s stuff. I reference like Pumpkins, uh, like Acoustic Pumpkins song, like, I don't know, Tonight Tonight or something like that. But not that it sounds like Tonight Tonight, but... Right. But yeah, I don't know. This one just, uh, and again, like like I said, I've listened to these quite a few times watch some videos there was like a video of them playing in a studio somewhere i think it was actually kexp again but um like with waxwing yeah no there's a kexp one for sure yeah and um yeah watch that and i don't know i just couldn't i wasn't that into it okay well maybe you're just in it for the uh for the rockers uh, you fucked up dante oh just because i picked the song riffs man riffs <laughs> Even their riffs aren't very riffy. They're just which is a pretty good riff. But um, I I wanted to give you a taste of something different. I, I wanted you to, you know, I mean I guess I mean how near how far is definitely different than classic arts and in inland. But um, yeah, I, I just thought I would try to represent a a fuller picture, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But uh, I won't do that from now on. <laughs> You you can. They're not all going to be misses. I don't know. I, I might be predisposed since I was already a fan of the band for like five yeah, years before yeah. I heard the song, you know? Yeah. I'm, but, I'm still mad about Wilco, bud. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm not going to complain about Wilco anymore. I'm not going to cry about it. And I hope, like, in two weeks from now, the next time we bring up Trail of Dead, you don't let out a caterwaul.
have no idea what that word means. You didn't? Did or you still just don't? De- <laughs> did you just define it for me? I well, I certainly could be wrong, but I thought like if you let out a caterwaul, it's just like a like a cry, like a screaming cry. Hmm, could be. But uh, let's see. Um, make a shrill, howling, or wailing no- noise like that of a cat. Oh, interesting. This song is great. This song is very good. Yay. Uh, again, we've Yay. got some pumpkins influence. Unfortunately, we don't get those those eha shreds though. James eha shreds. <laughs> you don't need it in this song. This song has everything you need. Yeah, it's there's a, nothing. It's missing. a really great one. Um, the bridge is real real good. Again, this band knows how to how to change things up for a bridge. His voice gets kind of raspy mm. in this one. Uh, that intro guitar riff, or the main guitar riff of the song, I guess I should say, uh, is is just really great and totally makes me think of like pumpkins did you look up tabs or anything by the way uh not this song i looked up tab to how near how far yeah just to confirm to see if they were playing in drop d although every tab was in standard but based on the videos they're playing in a drop tuning so i i've never looked it up and this is gonna this is a ridiculous comparison and and i could be wrong because i'm just going by ear but mm-hmm. it reminds me of, like, I, it almost sounds like it's just a two-note riff. And maybe it's not. But it almost sounds like it's just two notes, and it might be an octave, like, you know the Bulls on Parade rift? Mm-hmm. It almost sounds like that, just with, like, different, um, like, sequencing. Hmm. But because it, it's just like, that one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe there's a third note in there. But it, it, it almost just sounds like the, the low and high notes of an octave um and, yeah and, but maybe but it, it is like I mean, i'm just that's what i mean like that's all you need um yeah it brings you in right away yeah and one thing i really like about this band and it same thing with classic art showcase the drums and guitar are working together you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes. um which seems obvious but like a lot of bands don't do that. You know, like the, the, mm-hmm. the guitar, or sorry, the drums just aren't in the background. Um, they're, they're very much like playing the song, if that makes yeah. sense. Yes. Yeah, totally. It's, they're not just there to keep rhythm. They're there as an yeah. instrument. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Especially, <clears throat> especially, uh, I unfortunately don't recall the drum beat to this one, but, um, but the, how near, how far, definitely it's got its own thing going on which is great oh during the verses yeah mm-hmm. where it's just like bum bum, brr, bum bum yeah yeah well in in caterwall it, it just it's the same thing as the as the guitar where it's just like bum bum pa, bum pa, bum bum pa, mm-hmm. bum it's just like following the same rhythm yeah yeah and then in in oh, the breakdown gives me like goosebumps every time like when it's like it slows down and then it's about to get back into that main riff yeah and it's just like the pop, 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 and back into that main riff. Yes. It's so good. I don't yeah. care how embarrassing that sounds. Like I love it so much. I I didn't do a good flam sound with my with my mouth. It's more like pra, pra, like that. Right? That's perfect. Yes. Perfect. I'll just I'll piece it together oh. when I edit it. Don't worry. <laughs> so was was this your your favorite? You seem the most like. 
you're not reserved about anything with this song. Yeah, maybe it's hard to pick because really, kind of the three Caterwall here, how near, how far, and Classic Art Showcase are are really good. It's kind of a, th- a three-way tie between those those three. Um, maybe Caterwall just because of that guitar riff um, or that rhythm of the guitar there. It's, it's real fucking good, and I love hearing some Pumpkins influence. That's interesting. Um, the the Pumpkins thing. I, I I like this because you're making me think about this band in new ways. Because I've always just thought of them as a very like just very much themselves. Mm-hmm. Like a, a pretty unique, like they're a pretty defined band, like fairly distinct, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but if, yeah, of course, everybody pulls from from something. Yeah, I've never really put much thought into where their sound is coming from. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have some final thoughts, notes, or whatever. But um, said this this band kind of hits all the right notes for me uh, as far as like things that I'm into: second, third wave emo. Interesting bridges, Pumpkins influence, different things like that. The great guitar riffs uh, and guitar parts. Yeah, this Caterwall is great. Um, overall, I definitely want to go back and listen to this band. I'm curious to see what they sound like now. I did not sneak a peek at some of those other songs or albums. I definitely was curious. All right, one did start playing on YouTube, but I don't remember what it sounded like, so... Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that you you mostly liked it. I I f- I felt a little pressure, uh, not a little pressure, but I just wanted to give you more than just two albums. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And this band has eight. They have quite a few. Yeah. Yeah they they've been fairly prolific, um, especially when you think that I I don't think you can just kind of shit out these types of songs no, yeah um you can definitely tell there's but, a lot of work uh, that goes into these so yeah so i don't know i guess century of self was a miss i still think that's a good album the it's kind of sequenced weird like the first six or seven songs are all like pretty fast-paced rockers mm-hmm. and then the back half of the album is like where luna park starts mm-hmm. it like is pretty mellow which I thought is interesting because normally they'll do like you know a couple rockers, a, an acoustic one, a couple rockers, you know, a slower one or whatever. Um, but they just like did it half and half for whatever reason. Hmm. Um, and and I, I'm for sure more into the first half because mm-hmm. that's like that's what I want Trail of Dead to do. But I I think it's a ambitious, very very cool album. I don't I could not tell you what one of their songs are about. They might all be concept <laughs> records. They might all be um, white nationalist propaganda. Ooh, I, maybe I don't have like this band. No, I mean I don't think like he. So Conrad <laughs> Keeley is European, but not like that part. Not like that um, European. Yeah, I, I've never heard of any like extremist Welsh people. Have you? <laughs> you never know. Also, um, Conrad has been high on my list of potential boy names. For like the past fifteen years, because of this guy. Oh, interesting. What do you think of Conrad as? Uh, I think it's a good name. The name of your godson. <laughs> uh, I like it. I like it. Great. It's a good one. Have you listened to a solo album? Mm-mm. No, I haven't. Have you? I was wanting to listen to that too, but I didn't. I 
didn't know if that was breaking the rules or not, so I, I did not listen to it. Mm. Oh, that's that's kind of a gray area, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's technically not the band I gave you, but it might give you some some notion, correct or not, mm-hmm. of what they sound like. Yeah, uh, but I think I will check out his solo album just to see what that's like. Yeah, and I'm definitely curious to listen to more. I'm definitely going to be revisiting. Uh, I'll give Century of Self a try, but the other two that you gave me, Worlds Apart in source codes and source codes and tags or source tags and codes. source tags and codes yeah i'll definitely be revisiting that one again yeah worlds apart is a trip um and then something i think you danny and anyone listening should check out is the video of them playing the rest will follow on letterman it is during the time david letterman was um out when he had heart surgery Mm -hmm. and I I think it was when he had heart surgery and Paul Schaefer is guest hosting. And I will just say the, the beginning and end of that video when Schaefer introduces the band and then closes out the show is very, very fun. Um, He, he was into them. I'll say he was into the band and and one (laughs) aspect of them in particular that is very, very fun in a very uh, overly energetic Paul Schaefer way. All right. All right. I will have to look that one up. Before we go, Danny, though, I want to get you started on your next assignment. Ooh, hold on, hold on. I got to give them some seconds of summer. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I was jumping ahead. Um, I will give Trail of Dead... You know, I'm going to be a little generous. I'm going to give them four seconds of summer out of five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even with those two songs I four, didn't care the, for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Yep. yep. You're, you're not wrong. And uh, I, I'm smitten that we have, have each episode, we're finding more and more common ground Yay. here. Friendship. Yes. What's my next assignment, Dante? We'll see if uh, we can recreate this uh, mutual love of a band on uh, your next episode where I will be punishing you with L1011. Oh, okay. I have heard them before. Extensively or? Not extensively. I listened to their first album when it came out and I dug it, but they're always a band that I see their name pop up. Either they've got a new album or they've come through Sacramento quite a few times and I'm like, oh, I should listen to them again. Oh, I should listen to them again. I should see what they're up to now. What do they sound like now? But I have not. So I'm curious to see what's going on with them. Okay, interesting. That Does this still work? I think it still works. Um, I mean, because they, they're another band who's put out... They have a pretty good catalog at this point. And so you've listened to... So just their first one. I believe so. Let me look them up real quick, and I can tell you which one I have heard. Look at that double neck guitar. Oh, we're getting a spoiler territory. Yeah, uh, first one. Well, I guess that self-titled. But yeah, none of these other ones. I have, I have not listened to anything else. So the one and you heard is is the like maroon one with the airplane. Yes. Okay. Okay. That might influence the uh, the list of songs then. Okay. I mean, can you do you remember any of? Any I of remember that? what I think they sound like <laughs> is uh, <laughs> instrumental math rock. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. 
But you don't. Okay. But you could you couldn't hum a song or no, no, like, not at all. Anything. I like mean, that. Okay. I probably downloaded the album, listened to it a couple times, and was like, I like this, and then completely forgot about it. Interesting. <laughs> all right. I look forward to it. Okay. All right. I'm excited. Well, um, job well done, Danny. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to continue listening to Trail of Dead tonight because. Uh, I just right now I just really want to listen to that end of Caterwall and and if the end of that song stretched on for like another minute and a half I think I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Um, so that's how I'm going to be spending some of my night. Probably going to listen to it in the shower if I'm being honest. Mm, okay. Okay. Because that's where I do my violent crying. <laughs> <laughs> You're Caterwauling. All right, Danny. Good job. I I enjoyed that episode and uh, I I can't tell you how much it. Uh, it excites me and pleases me that we can be pretty eye to eye on Trail of Dead, and uh, I am excited about our next episode, in which uh, we'll be talking about one of your favorites, Propagandi. Yes, Propagandi. Cool. So we will be talking about yeah, Propagandi. <laughs> yeah, well, about Propagandi. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. Well, yep, that's great. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Chris, uh, I mean, he's obviously never going to listen to this, but um, I think he wanted me to like him less. <laughs> like, I was such, like, I would really fanboy out, and I was, like, very excited to kind of know him. Um, yeah. And I think it was just too much. I remember once, do you remember Justin, the drummer? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I want to say his last name was Titsworth. Yeah, okay. I was like, did I yeah, dream that? Um, I remember one time, like, they played a show in Davis, and I, I drove out there to to watch. And, like, after the show, like, I just absolutely cornered this poor guy because I wanted to, like, talk drum stuff. And he was probably just like, dude, I just want to go, like, sit down with my girlfriend or something. But he was so <laughs> nice to me. Yeah, and I was, yeah he was a nice guy. He was so nice. I was just like, yeah, the part in the song when you're like, da, 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 and I'm like, oh, my God. And, like... Um, in my, in my band? Oh, God. Can I, I want to fucking Eternal Sunshine everything that happened before I was 28.